back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. Back in studio, the boys are back in town, and so are all of you. 402-464-5685, Saturday name and text line on the Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you, and we also want to hear from Evan Bland. And I was telling him when I called him earlier Evan, for some reason, we didn't have our guests picking up yesterday, and you're a professional. I know that you're one of the best in the business. You picked up our call immediately, and you said, let's talk some Nebraska football. Well, yeah, let's 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 end this streak, start a fresh one. We'll just, you know, we'll take it one question at a time and, and build toward greatness. That's right, Evan. As always, we appreciate you joining us. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald. Uh, Evan, I'll just go ahead and ask you, I know we haven't talked since the Oklahoma game, and we've obviously been – Touching on it a little bit, um, we've played the good, the bad, the ugly here for a couple weeks now, and I know that it's tough sometimes to find some good, but there is some good that comes out of Oklahoma. Uh, let's go through it then, the good, the bad, the ugly after the Oklahoma loss. Okay, well, you know, the the good was the crowd was, was really into it. Yeah. It was a really electric first couple of minutes when <laughs> Nebraska goes down and yeah, scores right. and you think, Hey, you know, there's, there's some adrenaline here. Maybe, right. maybe, uh, you know, sometimes teams can rally with a, with a new coach and, um, you know, ultimately I think reality set back in some of the adrenaline wore off, uh, you know, the, the reality of, of Oklahoma as a, as a team that's, um, you know, recruited athletes at a high caliber for a long time, that's developed them for a long time even with a new coaching staff, uh, it just it was pretty evident as things went along in that game. Um, you know, obviously the defense continued to struggle, and, and that led to Eric Chenander's dismissal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was a little bit of everything. I, I, I personally felt like it was going to be a little bit of a closer game than it turned out to be um, just because of, of how Nebraska's had a tendency to do that for the last couple of years, even when they haven't been able to finish the thing off. But, Ultimately, uh, you know, it'll be a game that we remember for Mickey Joseph's first time out as an interim coach, interim head coach, and and I thought what he said afterwards and and, and this week was notable. That um, by the time he he sort of determined it would make sense to slow things down and protect the defense, they were down thirty-five to seven at that point. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he matures as head coach and and sort of uh, evolves over these last eight games uh, with Nebraska here, but. Certainly not the, the the result you're looking for, but hey, we'll we'll always have those first five minutes. Right. So Evan, um, it's kind of a, a two parter. One, do you do you believe that the timing was was excellent as far as they have two weeks now still in the hunt um, for the Big Ten West? Mm-hmm. The second thing mm-hmm. is where do we go from here? Because it looked like. They gave up, and 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 I can't really make that assessment in one week, especially on Mickey Joseph or anything he's doing. But we, where would you see the lack of that effort be attributed to? So those are two parts. So the one part we're still in the hunt. Do you think the timing was perfect on now having two weeks 
still in the hunt for the Big Ten West. And then where do we go from here and where do you attribute the the lack of heart and effort and and just passion? You, and you saw it in the Dylan Gabriel run. So, I mean, just just take those two as you as you like. Yeah. Well, yes, the timing, I think, now is is ideal. I mean, certainly last week when you make a coaching change and you have a top 10 team coming to your home field, that's, you know, you're not going to have a chance to do much of anything really other than, than sort of get ready and keep your head above water. And I think we saw that play out, but yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, Mickey Joseph said as much uh, this week. He's like, yes, absolutely. This is uh, a, a good time for a bye week not just because of the coaching changes, but man, you think about, the last like five, six weeks for this team, all the buildup to Ireland, the preparation, getting your body clock right over there, playing a game, adjusting it back and playing a week later, which was something they didn't have to do, but what Nebraska chose to do when it set up its schedule. And then processing uh, your head coach being let go. And then a week later processing your defensive coordinator being let go. And so, there's, I mean, that's a whole heck of a, a lot, lot of change. emotions. That's, that's go, go, go. Um, so just from a mental standpoint, yeah. man, like if you're yeah. if you're part of the team, just taking a few days to get away and to get your head right and maybe talk to some other people that you're close with and, and, and sort of refocus and get back going. So in that sense, yes, they, you know, it, was, it was a very important time to reset. And then whatever, you know, other uh, changes or tweaks that Mickey Joseph or Bill Bush as the D.C. wants to make, this is – sort of the week they can start exploring that and maybe installing some of that next week so you're not having to prepare for an opponent. You know, as, as for where you go from here, I mean, there, there's just not a lot of answers. Like, you can't um, sign somebody in free agency at this point. The transfer portal is closed, so the guys are who the guys are. Um, you know, Mickey sort of suggested that they'll take a look at some of the other younger players on the team. And, and to me, when I look at the roster that probably would have to start on the defensive side. You know, you could you could reshuffle some of the secondary, maybe put a guy like Deshaun Singleton in at safety or, or Kane Williams or Taman Lynham at corner. Like there are a lot of uh, people that you could you could insert and see what they could do. Yeah, we need a Terrell um, Farley like move, Evan. You know, where one of the safeties come down and become an outside linebacker, and they're like Jamel Williams, and they're just freaking flying all over the place. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I don't You're know. Right. I got hype nice. right there, Evan. No, I got yeah, hype right yeah. there. You're right, and 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 you know they just they haven't had a ton of that. There's been a couple of guys who you know you see it out there on the field um, where the the coverage is just kind of spotty, and guys are swimming in it a little bit. And I think that's not a new problem for Nebraska's defense, where some guys who uh, have the ability they just they've been slow to to figure that out and to tra- translate that onto the field. So. You know, it, it's hard to say um, and judge necessarily lack of effort. I think that the defense and, and the team in general oftentimes looks slow, and maybe that's a, a conditioning thing. Um, I, I think sometimes that's a product of maybe not fully understanding what's going on. You know, a couple of weeks ago there was talk about defensive calls coming in late and, and things like that. So even if you're a talented player and you're sort of trying to process late, what am I supposed to do, where am I supposed to be, what's the call, um, there's sort of that – that analysis paralysis where you're kind of stuck in it. And, and Mickey mentioned this too, you know, this idea of of trying not to coach the athleticism out of players. And I think sometimes that's come into it. So, you know, where's Nebraska go? I think they simplify things. I think they hammer home individual technique. Um, And then you hope that that 
translates into into something greater than we've seen. And I think the next two weeks with Indiana and Rutgers, uh, those are, are teams that are on Nebraska's level, more or less, certainly talent-wise. And I think those will be the next interesting barometers to see um, you know, just what kind of an impact maybe Mickey Joseph can make with the roster that he has. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald, joining us. Evan, uh, big news to A.J. Allen, who, who's looked really good to start out this season. He's officially out for the remainder of the year. Um, who do you think steps into that role, and do you think this puts even more pressure on Anthony Grant moving forward? Well, uh, Mickey said it would be Gabe Urban who right. steps into that as right. sort of that next guy up, and, and that makes sense. I mean, he was a starter uh, for a couple games last year, had right. the injury, and has been working his way back. And, you know, we, that's what we kind of talked about before the season was, you know, you have essentially like five or six co-number ones, and you just knew that at some point attrition and just the nature of the position that right. injuries were going to pop up, and you're going to need some of that depth, and sure enough, that's that's the case. You never like to see a guy go down, and, and A.J. Allen, who looked really good, I thought, yeah. in the first half against yeah. Oklahoma. I mean, he was quick. He, yeah. was, he was strong. He was moving guys. And so that's a guy, that's a dude who, if he sticks around, man, he, he, I think he can be a player in a, in a year or two. Um, but, yeah, you know, Gabe Irvin, I think it has some depth there. We haven't seen a lot of Jacquez Yant. Right. Um, you know, Ramir Johnson, same sort of deal. But, you know, I, I think Anthony Grant continues to me to look like an all-Big Ten level running back. We just saw against Oklahoma that some of the, the things that worked against other opponents, um, you know, kind of improvising in the moment and, and cutbacks and things like that, don't necessarily work uh, against, against one of the best defenses yeah. it looks like in the country. So, you know, yeah. I mean, that is what it is. I, I think Grant still has the ability to – shoulder up a pretty big load for this offense moving forward, especially if they want to slow the tempo down as, as Mickey suggested that they would. Um, so, you know, I, I think again, the, the depth is good. You'll probably see more Irvin and those other guys, but to me um, that position is something that Nebraska is going to want to lean more on here as they try to slow things down and protect the defense. Real quick, Evan, one quick question for you. What, what, what are you looking for uh, as we get, into the Indiana game, especially from Bill Bush, hmm. and what are you going to be looking for also on the offensive line? And is Rayola in any type of, you know, trouble potentially? Well, you know, with the defense, it'll be interesting. I mean, Bill Bush has a little bit of experience as a DC in his career. Um, you know, Mickey Joseph again sort of pointed to this idea or this fact that that Bill Bush um, worked with Dave Aranda closely at three different stops over five years in his career. So he's, he's very, um, you know, well-versed and experienced in, in what it takes to have a, a dominant defense. And, and I think all the things about him that made him a good special teams coordinator are, are also going to be assets for the defense. So you're talking details, you're talking fundamentals, you're talking um, and a, a guy who can emotionally connect with somebody and get them up and get them to, to run through a brick wall, to, to borrow a cliche. So I think all those things play well into it. Schematically, it'll be interesting to see what Nebraska can change at this point. Um, you know, how much do you really want to change um, your, your overall philosophy midstream versus, you know, focusing on, on just basic stuff, gap integrity, um, tackling just just sort of the fundamentals so how they balance that will be interesting you know as for the the offensive line i i think that group you know sort of is what it is and and now that teddy perhaska is down 
Um, you're, you're dipping a little bit more into that depth, whether that's uh, Kevin Williams is the guy moving forward at an interior spot, whether that's uh, Hunter Latusky getting a little bit more run. I mean, they have some more some more bodies in there. Um, but, if, you know, if you're Donovan Riola, I, I think it is just kind of what it is. This is the hand you've been dealt. Um, you know, again, I, I feel like Nebraska is going to be relying a little more on the run moving forward than they have in an effort to, to keep some of the scoring down and, and take that pressure off the defense. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think you got to stay healthy. Um, you got to be physical and, and, and we'll see how that pays off moving forward. But again, you know, at this point, the, the unit kind of is what it is. We, we knew going into the year that it would be a question mark. It was not necessarily a young unit, but one that was pretty inexperienced, especially working together. And I think we've seen that manifest through four games. Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald, joining us. Evan, the last question I got before you before we let you go. We know you're a busy man. Uh, what's going on on the baseball front? I know a lot of Husker fans not really too focused on that. It's football season. We're getting closer to basketball season. But a lot of things happening there uh, on the diamond. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you want to take a little break from things, you can yeah. uh, you know go out to to UNO on Saturday. They're playing a fourteen inning exhibition yep. against Nebraska. Um, you know that'll be I think that'll be an interesting kind of taste to see what this team has. And uh, you know Haymarket Park this year is actually undergoing a resodding. They they started that process last okay. week, so there actually won't be a red white series this year as there usually is. So they have there's this chance, and then there's a an exhibition they have at Kansas next month. And those will really be the only two sort of publicly available chances to see what this team can be this year. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting because we talk all the time and about transfers and football and volleyball and basketball and, and what's the chemistry look like there. Well, the challenge is as, as great as any of those are on the baseball side. I mean, you're, you're remaking and, and bring in reshaping more than half of your roster. And so how does that, you know, what's the challenge of that from a baseball perspective is something I'll be interested to see sort of play out in these next few months. Um, because, you know, th- these guys aren't necessarily working together like a football defense might or, or an offensive line might, um, but they still have to, to share a locker room and, and, and sort of come together in a different sort of way. So uh, a lot of question marks there. I think beyond Emmett Olsen in the in the weekend rotation, that uh, those other two spots are pretty wide open. The lineup uh, there's really, if your name's not Max Anderson, you're probably not feeling, you know, su- super secure about your spot right now. And then, um, you know, there, there are going to be six or seven guys that aren't even going to make the team at this point, just because of, of how many players they have in versus how many roster spots they have in the spring. So it's a really interesting dynamic. And, uh, you know, I think once they get out there against another team, it'll be helpful this weekend, even to, to learn a little bit more about who they have and what they can do. Evan, if people want to get more great content from you throughout the rest of the season and heading into baseball season, how can they do so? Yeah, same as always. Uh, Twitter at EvanBlandOWH, Omaha.com. we got a lot of good stuff up there, and, and man, a lot more well on the way. So, yeah, feel free to check that out. Evan, we appreciate you as always. Thank you, sir. Thanks, gents. See ya. There he goes, Evan Bland doing great stuff over there at the Omaha World Herald, as he always does. In baseball, they got a couple things coming up, some things to keep an eye on, because I know they disappointed last year, but 
Well, Bolt decided he's going to clean house. Look a lot different there on the diamond this year. Will definitely be something to focus on as we get closer to baseball season. But we got Shootout with Strick coming up next. Your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All you got to do is beat Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, at his own game. So go ahead and call us now, 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Shootout with Strick coming up next on The Block.